0: Welcome to Call Me Artist podcast. This is a podcast for all photographers who want to take pride in calling themselves as artists. This is your host, Joe, And I'm Ebony. Welcome. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. We are so excited today. We are talking to Kathleen Clemens. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you. Um, so I wanted to first go ahead and introduce Kathleen for all of you. Um, she is an award-winning photographer, a teacher, a speaker, an author, and a workshop leader from the coast of Maine. Primarily a nature photographer who specializes in photographing flowers, she is known for a creative use of natural light and unique artistic photographs. She teaches online classes at KathleenClementsEducation.org, as well as many location workshops and seminars, and is on the instructional staff of the Santa Fe workshops. She has also filmed instructional classes for Craftsy, Creative Live, Lens Baby University, and is the author of All About Textures. With a background in education and a passion for both photography and teaching, she loves to teach others how to improve their photography skills and to see beyond the obvious. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, it, it just clearly shows how passionate you're about teaching, <laughs> now, along with photography. And sometimes, you know, it's it's a, it's a it's always a great combination. Um, but with your background in teaching, I, I love that. So yeah, um,
1: I, I feel very lucky to be able to combine those
0: two passions in yeah. my work. That's great. Um, all right. Off to you, Ebony, first. Thanks. Hi, Kathleen. I'm just going to ask you
2: some rapid fire questions. So they're just fine. You can tell us the truth. You could tell us lies. We wouldn't make a difference. Uh oh. (laughs) They can be short, they can be long. So it's up to you how you want to answer. All right. Um, First question If you could live anywhere other than where you currently do, or maybe it is where you currently are, where would it be?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy where I am um, on the coast of Maine. I live in a house that's about 120 or 30 feet from the ocean. And um, okay. my husband is a lobsterman. And um, so he kind of walks to work because his boat is right here. Right. If I didn't live here and I could persuade him to move, which is, um, it would be Ireland. Amazing. Um, yeah, I, I feel home when I've been to Ireland twice. and it And I can't explain it, but it feels like home.
2: Right. Oh, I love that feeling. Yeah.
1: If you, um, oh no,
2: here's a good one. Would you rather go back in time or visit the future?
1: Oh, back in time. Back in time, yeah. uh, for sure. I'd like to spend some time with Georgia O'Keefe. Oh, good idea.
2: <laughs> I like how you picked a time and a place, like person <laughs> yeah, and a person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is one thing you do every day?
0: Hmm.
1: Um. Can it be seasonally? Um, I, sure. I start my days this time of year in my gardens, um, just seeing what's changed since the day before, uh, in all of my gardens, checking on on the growth and that sort of thing. And if I lived where you guys do, I could do that all year round. But I live in Maine, so. <laughs> Uh, So I can't, I can't do that every day. But if I'm not shooting, then every day, I try to at least work on a photo, um, do something creative every day, either processing, shooting, even something in my home, something creative every day.
2: Right. Is that a flower garden you have? Or do you grow other things as well?
1: Um, Only flowers. I grow what I like to shoot. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. My brother and his do flowers too and they're obsessed. So.
1: Yeah. It is like dahlias, like that that that's my obsession. that's growing dahlias. I planted oh. 115 this year.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's Obsessed. It's an obsession. <laughs> that's that's incredible. Ebony is a plant lady. Do you grow flowers too, Ebony, or just plants?
2: No, I can't do outdoor things. It's yeah. I I can uh. keep
0: things alive because it's like I'm here and I see them but yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I I don't even grow succulents I don't even have them oh. because I can even kill them I feel <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay
2: <laughs> all right so we also want to know Kathleen how many pairs of shoes do you have too many <laughs>
1: I'm I'm terrible about yeah I I've always had a lot of shoes I I had every color clog that was made in the 80s um, and now I'm Dansko clogs are a recent obsession and when you find one pair you like you have to have like six different colors and nice. yeah way oh, too nice. many shoes <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it all right, um, that's all I have for you for now, Kathleen. We'll get back to you later um, about some other random questions, but
0: uh, I appreciate your time on those and I'll pass. <laughs> to,
2: you know, related <laughs> on.
0: So we clearly um, understand your obsession now, flowers and shoes, unrelated, but flowers <laughs> and shoes are. <laughs> so, tell us, Kathleen, how did you get your start in photography? Like, did you actively pursue it? Did it just come to you? How did you first pick up your camera?
1: Right? I I often think that I wonder how my my life would have changed if photography had been available when I was in school, um, high school and college, and it wasn't. Um, But I did every art program that I could all through high school. Um, And um, on into, I had a little bit of a, a, I did a minor in, in, in in college when I was studying education. Um, I can draw, I can paint. Um, I've done everything from stencil design to batik. I've tried jewelry making. I have macrame, you you name it. And I had done all the arts, but I had never found my thing. I mean, I can paint, but I'm not a great painter. I can draw better than I can paint. Um, I just hadn't found my thing. And then, um, but I was always the one with the camera. Um, In college, in high school, I was the one that was taking pictures, but on automatic. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And then, um, and I got into my forties and started to take, you know, well, I had children in in my um, twenties and thirties. And in forties, I finally had a little bit of time for me. Um, And I took a photography class when my mother was diagnosed with melanoma. And I knew I was going to need an outlet for my stress. And I thought, I'll take a photography class. And it changed my life. Um, I found my thing. I know everyone needs their thing. I found my thing. Um, a, a place to channel my artistic um, endeavors and uh, a way to find my voice. And, and photography gave me my voice.
2: Um, so,
1: yeah, yeah, I just, I did not understand the technical. Um, yeah. I understood composition. I, I seemed to have a natural eye for that. But the technical seemed like algebra to me. And I am not a math student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And once I, you know, once, plus, once I figured out that I could control depth of field, my world was changed. Yeah. I I was like, Oh, my God, I can, I can do that. You know, I can. <laughs> yeah, selective focus was mind blowing for me. Um, yeah. And it, it went
0: from there. That's amazing. So Did you always I mean, so I know you said that you kind of picked up your camera as you know, as a way of therapy for yourself. Um, Did you shoot people then? Like, did you let's say, did you photograph people then? Um, Um,
1: (laughs) Thank you. Um, My we did Christmas cards for the kids. My my, I have some beautiful photos of my kids growing up um, on automatic with my, you know, little instant cameras and uh yeah um but i didn't know i didn't i started really when i started getting serious my house faces the world's only cribstone bridge which is this amazing one-of-a-kind structure it's the only one left like it in the world and it's created uh through um slabs of granite to let the tide flow through and it's curved and it's right across from my house and my house faces east so sunrise comes up over that amazing bridge and once my kids were in um high school and junior high, I started running out on the front lawn at dawn and shooting the sunrise over that bridge. Um, Limited subject, but it taught me so much about the quality of light and how quickly it changes uh, and the movement of of the sun. And I I learned a lot. And that sort of made me want to learn more. And that was just before I took that class. So, yeah, no, I started landscapes.
0: Oh, Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So landscapes, no, not too many people as such. Portraits or no. anything, and then uh, flowers just came. Like was I mean, or did gardening come first? Like how did no. that transition happen? Um, I gardening came because I wanted things to shoot. <laughs> relatable. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: no, flowers came because I was taking a photography class and you had to choose a subject for 6 weeks. It was a marketing class. Choose one subject for 6 weeks and 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 learn how to market it. And the first week of the class I ended up in the hospital um with a kidney stone that wouldn't pass. In February in Maine and I got out of the hospital and my assignment was due and I had to pick a subject and it's Maine, it's February, my husband had brought me roses to the hospital. So I shot the roses. Wow. And roses became my theme for that class. And before the end of the class, I'd signed with my first um, agency for um, in Amsterdam uh, to handle my flower portraits. Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah. With a card company. So it's that's incredible. That's where started. And then, <laughs> you know, um, I, I'm attracted to curves and color in my work and flowers are full of that. So it was a really good fit, but it none of it was planned.
0: Right. Wow. So, you know, what I really find interesting is that, um, you know, I think a couple of times with Lensbaby, because you're a Lensbaby ambassador too, um, that I've seen your classes or anything that you teach, or at least a couple of classes that I've seen, you call them portrait, flower portraits or portraits of flowers. And I felt that that title was really interesting because the way I saw it, it's like, yeah, depth the field macro close up, or I would, you know, I never thought about coming up with or, or, you know, thinking about portraits for flowers. So like, how did you, how did you envision that? (laughs) Um, I don't, I, for me, I feel like when I'm,
1: I'm photographing a flower, I'm trying to capture the flower's essence. And I think that's what you do with a portrait and you want flattering light and you want, you know, the best point of view. um, And it's all the same for me with my, uh, my flower portraits. So,
0: wow. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so um, since, you know, I, I am assuming like uh, whenever you started, how many ever X number of years ago, uh, um, did, how did you develop your voice at the time? I know you said that, okay, you know, started photographing roses. Mm-hmm. Did, do you feel that who you were as an artist at that point, um, you're still the same person? Like, did you evolve? Do you feel that it's a constant process, ups and downs? Like, how do you describe the journey?
1: Yeah, I, I, was, um, I was doing an interview with Craig Strong last year, the founder of Lensbaby. And, and I love our, our chats because they never know what we're going to talk about. And it, we were <laughs> talking about something and I said to him, the older I get, the better I see. Uh. Said, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. up. it wasn't anything I'd actively thought about. And it just came out, but it's really true. I truly believe that all of your life experiences and your relationships and everything you go through in your life comes out in your work. And when I was 18, I didn't have any of that. When I was 40, I didn't have that. I mean, my life is so full now. I have three sons, eight grandchildren, a a business. I've had a lot of life experience and I really believe that I see better now and that my work is way stronger now. I can't wait to see what I'm going to do when I'm in my 70s. You know, I really think there's an evolution um, and, and a process to that. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's how I see it.
0: I love that. It's good because if
1: it was the other way, yeah, we
0: have nothing to look forward to, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I I love that, especially. Um, so, I just turned forty this year, and you know, forty is is it's 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 a milestone. It's a milestone okay. phase. Right? And uh, it is. And my kids are growing up and I've been used to just photographing people. And, more, you know, more if I wanted to practice a new technique, my kids were the go to. Yeah. So I feel like I can relate to that. Like, you know, you're you're evolving, you're mm-hmm. trying to look, you know, for something else. You're learning from all your life experiences. Right. Like what advice do you have for people, You know, even the people like me who are in the transition, you know, transitionary phase? where they're like, okay, you know, my kids are growing, or maybe they're just used to photographing clients or whatever they're doing. Like, How do they see themselves grow or evolve? Right.
1: I think, you know, you should be asking yourself, what would happen if, and then go try it. You know, I think the more you you're open to trying new things and new techniques and new subjects and different lenses. I mean, Lens Baby keeps me busy with trying, you know, trying new things all the time. But I, I think it's important. I think The reason I'm still shooting flowers is I found new ways to shoot them over the years, different ways, because I, I mean, how many times can you shoot a daisy, right? Yeah. (laughs) um, If, if I didn't keep growing, keep pushing myself, seeing in different ways, then there would be no growth. So, you know, I think you just have to,
0: to keep that alive and keep that active. So how do you see, so like, how do you see differently? Um, you know, (laughs) Just- I don't know.
1: I don't know if I can explain how I see. Yeah. I think that's how I see. You yeah. know, I, I think beautiful. it's beautiful. Thank you. I think it's more in my work. Um, I see a personality in a flower. I often see a dance. Um, I like a degree of softness.
0: Okay. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think you also said initially that you're drawn to lines and shapes, which is, you know, very evident from your work as well. And colors, you know, yeah. I think. I think uh, maybe it's in a Facebook group or somewhere. I remember seeing like a series where you had these ice uh, portraits of flowers. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, this is really cool!" Like, right? Yeah, and that's part. That's
1: part right. of you know asking myself what would happen if I'm freezing flowers uh, now. I've yeah, got <laughs> six dahlias in the freezer right now. My poor husband never knows what's going to be in the freezer when he goes for his <laughs> ice cream. But um and. Uh, So I've learned so much um, and I'm writing a class on it. I've made every mistake that you can make through this trial and error over the past year, uh, everything from containers to water types to flower types. And it's fascinating to me. I feel like a scientist every morning when I open the freezer to see what I put in the night before. And there, there again, what would happen if, and I'm pushing myself and I'm seeing in another way. I shot a fabulous dahlia outside on my plants this week, shot it for a couple of days, brought it in the house stuck it in the freezer. The frozen shot is amazing and probably my new favorite, but the, the regular shot was pretty cool too. So I'm one subject, so many different ways to see it.
0: That's amazing. (laughs) Um, since, you know, since I, I mean, do you use lens baby most of the times or like, do you have other lenses that you kind of mix and match to? Yeah.
1: If I'm not using my lens babies, I am using my 180 millimeter. Um, okay. A lot of times with the frozen flowers, I really need to put a strong emphasis on detail and texture and I don't want the blur. So, um, so for those, a lot of the times, but I shot with my velvet 85 today.
0: Okay. Um,
1: morning. So, yeah, so those are my go-to's. Either the 180 or one of my—I love the sweet 50 and the velvet 85 are my very favorite lens babies. I was just going to ask which is your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's really the one that's on my camera at the time. I mean, but- if I haven't used the sweet 35 for a while and I put that on, I fall in love with that again. I love the soft focus optic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: But my go-to's was-
1: are those other three lenses.
0: Yeah, they just come up with some amazing stuff, the lens baby, lenses yeah. and it's uh it's it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah, so with uh do you I mean, I personally feel that you know, you, you are an artist for me, but do you did you ever feel that internal struggle ever that okay, am I a photographer? Am I a storyteller? Am I an artist or or, or if you did, like, when did you feel like, okay, I have arrived? I, I feel right. like I'm an artist. Um, you know, it wasn't anything I had given a lot of thought to. And
1: then I ran into a photographer that he knew online. And he said, you know, I love your work. And I said, thank you. And he said, and I, you know, I, you've got some nice work too. He, he shoots landscapes. And, and he said, no, he said, um, you are an artist. I am a photographer. Hmm. And I had, I really... I said, well, thanks. And then I really thought about it a lot because I really hadn't, I, I don't, Um, I've never really named myself an artist. You know what I mean? I hadn't really thought about it, but the more I thought about it with my work. Yeah. I think, I think with um competence comes confidence. Okay. So when you get, you, you know, it's, it's a process, you know, you work and work and work. And I think you, when you get to a level, when you have competence for us, anything that you do, then, then yeah, then like, I just made myself a Vero profile, uh, this week and I, I listed in my bio of three words, photographer. No. So I kicked that back artist, photographer, flower whisperer, but I put artist at the top.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah,
1: you know, really, This wasn't anything I really thought, you know, I I used to teach first grade and if you'd bring in a, a new batch of paints, everybody in the class was an artist because you don't have any preconceived notions about art. You're just expressing yourself. You're an artist. Right. But then with age and time, you've got to worry about what other people think and all of that. And you kind of lose that artist that we're all born with. But I think then, like I said, but the more you, you get competent at something and the more you work at it and the more you build your confidence, you can feel that artist again.
0: I love that. Um, mm-hmm. I was just going to ask, actually, so, uh, you know, you were talking about the ice portraits. So um, I'm curious to know this. When, you know, say you create something like that and you put it out in the world, social media, you know, all of that. Do you feel 20 other artists trying to replicate your work? And, oh, here comes, you know, 20 other images that are like, do you ever feel that? Or it's like, I'm just here doing my own thing. Like, you know. Um, Well, as a teacher,
1: I want people to create beautiful things. Right. And I feel like that's kind of my legacy is I'm helping people to create more beauty in the world. So it doesn't bother me. I love
0: that <laughs>
1: yes. I love that response. Yeah, um, you're not going to stop it. Um, yeah. Do I want them to have their own voice in their work? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Most definitely. But some people learn better by copying other people for a little while. I I, I, per, I, I have a harder time when people copy my words than my photos. Ooh.
0: That's interesting. <laughs> love that. Um, all right, Ebony, off to you. With some more fun questions.
2: Thank you. Oh, that was so wonderful to listen to your questions for Kathleen Joe. I loved your answers, Kathleen. So inspirational. I was like taking notes the whole time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we have a little game for you. It's called This or That. You get to choose <laughs> one thing or the other. There's no gray area in this game. Uh, so it can be a bit tough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Lightroom or photoshop photoshop shooting or editing shooting light or composition light images with or without people without (laughs) (laughs) that's an easy one for you (laughs) (laughs)
1: location
2: (laughs) matters yes or no no uh, fame or money? So, would you rather be a famous photographer with no money, or a rich photographer with no fame?
1: I don't. I can't, there's no gray I can't pick none of the above. Just me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh well, God, God. I should say no gray and no judgment.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's a it, right. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, fame doesn't really mean a whole lot to me. And um, and I, I don't necessarily want to get rich with this either. So I uh, <laughs> I just want to be able to and keep doing different. what I'm doing and keep growing and then I'll be happy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Judging by your answers to Joe about uh, how you're, <laughs> like your approach, I figured that would be a tough one yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: <laughs> natural or artificial light? Oh, I'm only, I only use natural light. That's all, never artificial.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love those responses. The way I think, you know, I would see fame, uh, Kathleen, is maybe like just your legacy, right? And, you know, it's not like, like, you know, you just talked about like teaching and it's like, you know, just leaving your legacy and that's what it is, right? right? So it's not really a personal thing, but it's more like- I made a mark, you know, and and I'm happy to see other people um, make their mark this way, too. So that's how I would see it for you. So It's true.
1: It's true. I mean, I've had students tell me that I've I've changed their lives. That's huge to be able to change someone's life with what you have taught them. Um, It never gets old. Yeah. It's just a a really wonderful thing.
0: Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Um, We're we were so excited talking to you, Kathleen, and you're going to be teaching with us at Call Me Artist Retreat. Uh, Could you please let us know what your class is all about? Yeah, it's surprisingly about flower portraits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I go into everything from
1: the gear that I use the lighting that I use choosing a subject, uh, capturing the essence of a flower. So I'm excited.
0: Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we are super excited to learn from you. I know I am, <laughs> especially, uh, you know, how you use like, you, I think you said you use all natural light. And then, you know, everything is so crisp and sharp. So it's like, I can't wait to learn from you and know your secrets. So I'm excited. <laughs> and That's I'm excited wonderful. for the participants too. So yeah, thank, um, you. thank you so much for your time, Kathleen. This was really wonderful talking to you. Thank you for having me You guys made it fun. i'm glad join us
2: september 23rd to 25th for a call me artist retreat for more information visit us online at www.callmeartistretreat.com